Hello and welcome to the Life with Libby podcast. This podcast is all about empowering women to find their magic. This podcast is conscious based and we'll be going into the very details of life that all women walk through. Enjoy. My name is Brittany Grayling, aka Girl Glimmer, <laughs> and uh, I'm a musician from Edmonton. I play in a girl rock band, the Sissy Fits, and dueling pianos, and um, I'm a full-time musician. This is what I've been doing for the past 12 years, and uh, yeah, this is, and I'm, and I'm a glitter-soaked fairy as well, if you, like, can't tell. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, every <laughs> single photo, I'm, like, so jealous. I'm, like, I need to just get my hands on all of your glitter. Oh, my God. I'm, like, I would just have the best time of my life. Okay, Libby, you straight up can because, okay, this glitter I'm wearing today, actually, it's so cool. Like, all my life, all I've wanted to do is, like, be sponsored by, like, a glitter company. Yeah. And I, I kind of am right now, which is crazy. But it's it's my friend's company. She lives in Cambridge, like, in, in UK. And wow. she makes glitter, and it's, like, for rave glitter. And um, it's, like, may your rave be merry. And it's called Glitter Shine Shrine. And that's what I'm wearing right now. The glitter is from her like collection. She mixes it herself. And if you want some, I, she literally yes. was like, tell me. And, he, and I was like, Libby would wrap your stuff. So I will send you. And bless you. Wow, look done. at that. Yes, done. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Podcast was just for the glitter. <laughs> <laughs> podcast just for glitter. That's all we do this for. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's amazing. So today is your six months of sobriety. So a huge fucking congratulations because that is such uh, a feat that I don't think most, I think when most of us think of like, holy shit, sobriety, like that's, it's just, it's such a huge thing. And there's so much that goes into it. I'm even like, you know, oh my God, if will I ever even decide to have kids? Cause I'm like nine months and then a yeah. year of like breastfeeding, like girl, yeah. I don't, you know, and I've actually been, uh, so my, I'm up in camp right now working and so I was like, I'm not going to drink at all because I drank so much during quarantine and you're just like, you're in your house and there's, that's just what you do. And I was drinking so heavily and I was like, I need to take a massive break. And I don't think I've taken a break from drinking since I was probably like 18. Just totally. even if it's like, you know, just having a glass of wine here and there. And, you know, I'm like, you know what? I've got another two weeks. So I'm like, I'm just going to do the four weeks. It hasn't been yeah. that but I'm also not around my friends right totally. what's so crazy to me is like you're a musician yeah. you are a performer and you're in bars all the time so that's yeah. crazy like yeah. what is that like for you um well it's crazy so I started doing this I did I started on November 30th of 2019 so like it's been exactly six months so that's when I started and it's crazy because I started it my busiest season as a musician and as a dueling piano player is December. It's Christmas parties. Like I mm. gig the most amount. December probably makes up like two thirds of my year for income. Like it's such a busy month and there's so many Christmas parties and like I get to, I play all these events and I get all the drinks I want and it's just, that's how it is. Right. And mm -hmm. so it's kind of a crazy time to start doing this. And I honestly started it as a one month thing I just was like you know what I'm gonna do one month because I'll tell you something since I was 18 I or maybe yeah like maybe 18 to 20 because I didn't oh no I did drink a lot in college actually <laughs> I didn't drink a lot in college but I did um yeah probably like from 18 to now uh I don't think I've honestly gone 30 days ever like so the longest I think I went I tried to do a 30 day one few years ago and it was like I went three weeks I think and then I cracked but um I was like I'm gonna do 30 days like I just really want to do it for myself and everyone's like you're crazy it's December like what the like you're not gonna drink on Christmas so I said okay you know what that is crazy I'm gonna wait I'm gonna go till Christmas and then and then it was funny as like Christmas approached I actually was like you know what I'm not going to drink on Christmas. And that's crazy. I always drink on Christmas. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting because I don't drink a lot during the week. Like when I would drink, it was mostly on the weekends because I was gigging. Right. And I'm right. in bars and always have 
a free tab everywhere I go. So it's like so easy for me to just go and do that. But anyways, yeah. So I just like Christmas, I didn't drink. And honestly, I felt so good. It was like one of the first Christmases that I didn't wake up like hungover. Like, you know, like Christmas Eve, you're drinking and having a good time or whatever. Mm. And then you wake up and you're kind of hungover on Christmas. I don't know. That's just me. But <laughs> oh, that's my Christmas, like to a team oh, yeah. every year, every year. Oh, yeah. Totally. So I, I didn't. And then I was like, oh man, like, okay, I'm going to do the whole month then. That's what I decided on. So I did the month. I it's really hard to remember because I feel like it was so long ago, but it's like, I just kind of kept being like, well, fuck, fuck man, I did a whole month of this. That's like pretty cool. I'm going to just keep going. I'm just going to see how long I can go. So mm -hmm. then I went like another month. And then I was going to Mexico and I actually went to Mexico at the end of February. And I said, okay, I'm going to not drink until I go to Mexico. And then I'm just going to drink in Mexico. And then I was like, and then I'm just going to be like an occasional drinker or, or something. Right. I was like trying to think of all these different ways I was going to do it. And then I was, I was honestly the week before I think I went to Mexico, one of my friends who's been sober for, I think, I think he just celebrated his fifth year and his name's Thomas Culture. You might know him, DJ Thomas Yes, Culture. I do know him. Yeah. Love him so much. He is a sober person and he was like me, like he would go out, have a good time, like years ago and stuff, right? Because we're in that scene and uh, yeah, he's been five years sober and he talked to me over breakfast, like a week before I went to Mexico and he was like, Brittany, why don't you just do this? Like, just do it. Don't say you're going to be an occasional drinker and do it here and there. He's like, just do it. Just commit to it. And I don't know, it, it was, he said more than that, but it was the way he said it. And just, he just clicked in my brain. I was like, wow, you're right. Like why make excuses? Like why be like, oh, I'm just going to drink on holidays. I'm just going to do that. Why don't I just actually do it? And that is when I decided to actually be sober, like mm -hmm. have a sober. So it was like this journey. It was like, I tried kind of like thinking, oh, I'm just going to be it here and there because I was like, I, I couldn't just commit to it. And I don't know. It's, it's such a weird journey. It's so hard to explain sometimes, yeah. but yeah, it's really incredible. And like, because you know, a lot of people they're they like, they might be like, oh, I have a problem. Okay. I've got to stop. And it's like a, a thing. Um, so with you, obviously it was something that you were thinking about, like for a while you're like, oh, it's crazy to not do it during Christmas, but then you didn't. So like, what was going on with you? you know, emotionally, spiritually before you, like what kind of brought that on even the 30 days of sobriety? Honestly, it was just, um, because of the industry I'm into, it's like, it's not like, I, I don't like, I don't think of myself as an alcoholic at all because I don't think that I was or, or anything. Like, I don't think that I over abused anything too much. I think that it was just years and years of single week without having a drink or something. Sorry, can you say that again? You cut out and then it didn't hear you. It was years and years. Oh, sorry. Pardon? <laughs> yeah, I just, I cut out when you said it's years and years. It's, I don't know, years oh, and years of you, something. Years, oh, years and years of just like being in the industry, you know, it's like, it's, I don't think, like, I'm not an alcoholic and I'm not, like, I don't abuse anything. It's not like it was like overkill where it's like, shit, this girl's got to go to fucking rehab. Like, it's not that situation. Yeah more of like um and that's kind of funny because even that it's funny when people respond to like you know you post I post things because it keeps me accountable honestly mm -hmm. that's why I do it and I really want people to get a different perspective I don't want people to understand that sobriety is just sunshine and rainbows because it's not it's not like your life just becomes so much better because you're sober like so many other things happen and it's it's just a journey and it's like I want people to see both sides like I like in my I did a post today and for my six months and I was like look you know, like it's to it's so difficult and it does not get easier as the time goes by. You just become more committed to it, I think is what happens. Is that you've put in so much time that now I'm the kind of person that I really see things through and I like to commit to things. And if I commit, the longer I commit to it, the more I'm going to live that lifestyle and be that way, you know? And maybe that's the same thing with beforehand. I just like was always you know, like out socializing, having a good time, drinking and stuff, you know, and in that industry. And it was just, I was so used to it. And also people saw me that way. Like, oh, she's the party girl. Have fun, you know, glittery princess. And sometimes that gets in your head and you're like, oh my God, maybe I'm not fun if I don't drink, you know, maybe I'm not mm. fun. I don't do this. And I, I'm, I'm not going to all the after parties and stuff. Like maybe I'm not fun then. And I, you get like really in your head. And then you think that's all that you are. And I just like had to take a step back and be like, 
I need to just do this for myself. And actually telling you this, I kind of get goosebumps on my body because I'm just thinking about how things have progressed and changed. And yeah, it was just like, I just kind of wake up call and just thought, you know, I need to do this for a bit just to help cleanse my body and really just get back to my normal, no substance, no drinking, no, nothing to alter my state. I need to be in my original, like normal state of mind, you know? And so, yeah, I just, that's kind of how it sort of sprung on. And I just, I, I never thought I was going to go sober forever. Not even at all. Like it was literally just, I want to do a month. So I know to myself, I can do it. Right. And then it just, like I said, the more I get committed to things, the harder it is for me to not do them, which is a good because thing. You're investing into it. Yeah. Right. So what was, did you ever feel like, I know you said you didn't uh, misuse or abuse alcohol, but did you ever feel like it was ever like maybe a codependency or that it was something that soothed you or made you feel more comfortable in like certain situations? I think that it was um, out of habit and probably comfort for being on stage. Cause I'll tell you, like, I feel like that was the most amount of time that I would be drinking and, and, and stuff was like on stage would be drinking. Right. And then, then, then there's the after parties where everyone's hanging out and you want to be social and you want to be around these people. And I'll tell you, I've gotten many amazing opportunities from going and hanging out with people after my shows and being, you know, going out and doing things. I mean, I think though that I've gotten even more opportunities being sober now, honestly, but, um, yeah, I think it was just out of habit. It was like, I, I, I learned, it's like for the past, probably like I probably started like drinking more over the past five years or so. And I think I just, I never did a show without like, like I would do maybe here and there some shows without drinking, but I really always usually had a drink. And it's part of like doing pianos. So you do a sociables with everybody. Right. It is literally your job to make the whole crowd have fun and drink and buy drinks and buy shots and have a good time. And it's a big risk. Like I felt like I had to be that person and there's nobody's, it's my choice. What I do, I choose what I do, but I think that uh, the environment really affected why I was that way. Because when I'm at home, it's so funny. I rarely drink at home. Like I, like I would rarely drink at home, like ever, like it was literally only after a show right? Like it's, I think I just associated with that. And then now I'm this like, you know, badass party girl, like musician. And that was like my image. And then it's like, I have to like uphold that. I don't know why it's so stupid. And I've realized now that I don't give a fuck. And I'm just like, I'm totally going to be who I want to be. And during this, I was like, if you don't want to be my friend, I don't care, man. This is my journey in my life. And if you're not going to support me, then I don't want you in my life. And I'm lucky. I really didn't have a lot of people that I had to be like, get, get away from me. Mm-hmm. My friends were shockingly supportive. And even though they were drinking, maybe that's why, because I just was like, you guys do you. And that's how I've always been. You do you. I never am like, I'm sober. You should be sober. Not right. at all. You should do exactly what feels right for you. So that's I know that's way more fast, but <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And so like, okay, sorry, I'm just going to get a little bit comfortable here. I have this, I'm like in my panties. I, love it. Are you <laughs> I just like threw a top on for this. I love it. I honestly was going to do the same. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm like, trying to see. <laughs> I mean, and that's okay. So that's really interesting that like alcohol was also like tied into your self image and then how it was tied into like how like you started to see yourself. So then when you took alcohol away, how did that like kind of take apart, like kind of, I always see things when we like dismantle ourselves as kind of like the pulling of a sweater. Like you mm-hmm. like pull the yarn and then all of a sudden there's no sweater left and you're like, shit, I'm naked. Like, who oh, is this yeah. person? You know, like with all of that taken away, who am I now? So what mm-hmm. was that process like for you? Like kind of coming into this like self-discovery? Um, I, th- I think that uh, you really... I don't know. I, that's such a crazy question. And it's, it's hard. Cause I, I think, yeah, you perceive yourself a certain way. And you know, I think I was really, I was like kind of scared to not drink and stuff and like hang out with people and party because I thought that that was kind of like, like I said, sort of part of my image. And so I thought I wasn't going to be fun anymore. And like that, you know, I'd be boring and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I felt kind of boring for the first bit because you almost have to relearn how to have fun. 
it's crazy, right. but you rely, we rely like pretty heavily on like, you know, like a lot, like if you, if you like to drink and so that, like, it's just like, think about everything. It's like, Oh, let's go to the patio and have drinks. Let's go to this friend's bar and have some drinks. Let's, let's have a girl's night and have drinks. Like you don't realize how much, or let's go play pool and have drinks. Like the having drinks really is like a part of it. Like for me, at least it was, I know a lot of my friends are like that too. Right. Like it's like a part of the, the whole vibe. And so you can't do that anymore. Like, it's like, especially in the beginning, it's really hard because, um, it's really tempting too. So I had to like really relearn to have fun and who I was before I started drinking, like almost like go back to when I was like a child. It's crazy. Like, and just remember like who I was before I ever drank and stuff. And, and it, yeah, I was, I was boring. I swear to God, I was boring for probably like two months. Like, like literally I was, I like went to Vancouver like a month and a bit into my sobriety. I was, I had plans to go visit my best friend in Vancouver and I was like kind of a stick in the mud. Like it was her birthday and like I took her over din like dinners and stuff and we hung out, but like we went to like this club and I was like, fuck this and I was like I'm not staying here I was like hey happy birthday girl but I'm getting the hell out of here because I'm not in fun I was like a sour wet blanket like no fun wow. I was like no around me I'm just I just it was really hard to be out in that environment and then it's like as time went on it's like I just you still have day-to-day -day struggles but it's like it just became so much more normal and I just realized all these other things that I like to do and like, I'm a, I love playing games and stuff like board games and Yahtzee and stuff. And like, I love doing that. And, um, I don't know, like, I just kind of started getting back into who I was. I don't know. It takes time for you to rebuild yourself and to realize that you are still fun. And I would ask people, I'm like, am I still fun? And like all, and then I started, I drink like non-alcoholic beer when I go out right. or have mocktails. Like when I went to Mexico, I drank all mocktails when I was there. So I'm the kind of person that I'm not, there's no way in my life I'm going to go and just have water the entire night. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to have mocktails or a fake beer because I really like to be a part of that atmosphere. And I realized that I don't need to drink to be a part of it though. But I have to watch myself because I can't be around really drunk people because it just bothers me. And it just, there's like limits to it though, right? But I'm really social. So I, I've gotten back into being social again, but I was like kind of a hermit for a while and I didn't want to go anywhere or do anything. But I was like, you can't live your life like that. If you're going to do this forever. What are you going to do? Become a hermit now? I'm like, I'm not a hermit. I like going mm -hmm. out. So mm -hmm. it was just a journey trying to figure out, I don't know, how to have fun without alcohol. So I don't know. Well, <laughs> and I think that's such a real struggle because I know that that's things that like I've thought about. Like I've been, oh shit, like, what do you, what do you do? Because you're right. Like you have girls nights, you have your wine and that's just so normal. Like I love charcuterie and I love red wine. And those are just like things that I, something I'm kind of like passionate about. Like I just love yeah. creating those boards and I'm like, Oh, I love pairing the wine, but that's such a huge part of our culture of our society is like to do that. Like you said, go to patios, go do this. And that's just like who I always, I, I find myself asking myself that often like who are we without alcohol like and does it have to be so prevalent all the time like do we always have to have a bottle of wine if we're just having like watching a movie or something like does that always have to be there so what are some things that you found that you're like oh I'm really interested in this or like, like just like something that you're like hey you know what I'm a really fun person and I'm awesome and fucking great. What are some things that like this new, this new Brit, like what does she love to do? Um, oh, what does new Brit love to do? Um, honestly, I, like I said, I've been playing, I love games, like old style games nights with your friends and stuff. Like I really love, me and my boyfriend, we play like, we, we had this like crazy tournament of crazy eights over COVID. Like I'm not even kidding, we probably played, and I'm not joking, like 1,500 games of Crazy Eights. I love playing, like, cards and, like, playing board games and stuff, which is, like, super nerdy, but I really do love it. I'm mm -hmm. really competitive. So, like, bocce ball when we go camping. Like, I also love that. I love, like, traveling and doing things and being, you know, outside, like, like to walk my dog a lot and me and Logan go on walks and 
go get a coffee and I'm like into that and like camping. Like, and it was crazy because I went camping for the first time um, a week ago. Yeah, a week ago and, um, or just under a week. And I went camping for almost two weeks and that's the first time I've gone camping not drinking either. And I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. So I bought yeah, my that's Donald Paul Yeah, and honestly, like, I enjoyed camping maybe more. It's weird. It's like, now that I'm sober too, I just find I like being present and I really like being um, in control and I don't even want my mood to be really altered, honestly. You know, like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I just like, I love watching movies too. I'm like huge into like all kinds of movies and scary movies and, um, but yeah, like going out into nature walking and, and I feel like I'm just like really hanging out with my animals a lot, maybe like bored, like a part of it too. But, um, I don't know. I, music is really like my number one thing though. Like, I mean, I do my live stream three times a week and I'll tell you right now, if I was drinking, um, like, I don't think I would be able to do my live stream three times a week, you know? And that's one thing that's brought me a lot of joy. So, I mean, music is really huge. Like, I just get on my piano sometimes and practice songs and stuff, too. And, like, that's something I do a lot of. So, I don't know. Game, games, like, music, walking my animals, going camping. Um, but, yeah, I guess I don't really, like, there hasn't been anything open for a while. But bars are definitely a lot less interesting to me. I like going, like, where somewhere that where they have entertainment like a band or something right. but I'm definitely not just gonna go to a bar to just sit there but I was never like that before anyways so I just basically have like been doing the same stuff that I do but just sans the alcohol and just and just trying to enjoy it for what it is and I feel like I actually enjoy things more now as before cool. I drink and it would like take away from the experience well and I, I think know. that's huge that you said like you like to be present and mm-hmm. that's, that is just something that's so huge. That's why people meditate. It's why we do yoga. It's why we do all of those things. But that's incredible that taking away alcohol has been able to bring you that place, like bring you to a place of being like so aware of your surroundings and just aware of yourself and your present, like your mood, right? Yeah. I had this moment, I don't know, it was a few months ago and I was, you know, I'm a university student and I was just like, oh, you're just, fuck, I've had so many papers to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get a bottle of wine and just have that. And then it would be like, oh, I'm going to have this because I have this. And there's always like a reason to drink that's like socially acceptable. It's fine, but it's really like codependency. And so, or really not codependency. It's not dependent on me. (laughs) me. (laughs) But, um, But it was like, I had, I was like really emotionally not okay. And I was just having a really shitty week. And I'm like sitting at my desk, looking at my laptop. And I'm just kind of like, I just made the decision. No, I'm not going to go to the liquor store. I'm not going to soothe myself with this. I'm just going to sit and like be in this pain. Yeah. And holy shit. That was like, Okay, so maybe if that was maybe five months ago and wow that like the emotions that came out that I allowed myself to just be in and then I was able to just move out of that because I like faced it and owned it and I was like holy shit and I've never um since that day picked up alcohol to make myself feel better wow good for you that's amazing I couldn't after that after that, I was like, after that, I just, I couldn't. Cause I was like, I never want to use alcohol to feel better. And for me, I was just like, I, if I'm going to drink, it's going to be to make feel even better, but not to yeah. make myself feel better. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome, Libby. Like, I think that's really smart realization for yourself. There's, uh, during all of this, I, uh, I, I, I've like read certain things and stuff and I was actually reading something that's really similar to what you were saying, but it's not about, it wasn't about like sobriety or anything like that. It was actually just about going through this quarantine. Actually, some guy wrote this paper and I was reading it online and he was saying that people need to stop, um, like stop either sitting too long in a moment or not being sad, like not taking the time to just be sad. Mm-hmm. Because you pass by these emotions and 
and he said very similar to what you just said. Like you just took the time to be in that moment and be sad and feel that emotion. And then you moved on from it. And that's exactly. so, both those things are so important. You should never stay in just a state of sadness and like, but you shouldn't just bypass it either. And that's mm -hmm. so smart. I think, I think alcohol is definitely used for that. And it's, and I don't know, I, I feel like maybe I've used alcohol for that before too. And I didn't even realize it, you know, yeah. like, you know, I always thought like, you know, I never really drank when I was sad, but there's been times where I think I was just sad and I didn't even realize it. And I was drinking and stuff. And it was like such a long, like cloud of just always drinking and hanging out with friends and stuff like that. But like being out of it, I was like, wow, maybe I actually did use alcohol when I was sad and stuff too, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to just like be in that moment and experience those feelings. So I think that's amazing that you did that. And like, yeah, I think it's really cool when people like, even when like you don't have a problem or anything or that you just still don't just be like, well, I don't have a problem. So it doesn't matter. I can just drink whenever I want, you know, mm -hmm. like it's really good. I think all of us need to do some of that sometimes and be like, like, Hey, maybe I need to take a step back and look yeah. at what I'm doing, you know? And like, you have to do that for yourself. Like, well, I'm just having like, that self-awareness. Yeah, totally. Self-awareness is like the key to everything. Honestly, if you can actually admit to something and realize what you're doing, then even if you don't change, I don't know, like, it's like, even if it takes you time to change it, just realizing that takes you to a totally different place, I think. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. And so what has this done for you, like with your uh, mental state, with your mental health, has it made a big difference for you? Has it been like, what has that been like? What were you before and what are you now? Um, I think that, uh, but it definitely made a difference. Like, I think that's the most, um, I would not even want to know say improved, but the, the thing that changed the most was probably my mental health. Like, um, I've always been a really positive, like dreamer, live in the clouds. I'm not a realist at all. Like I really I do have a pretty happy, positive vibe. I I'm lucky. I, I don't really have anxiety and things like that. Like I, I'm, I'm actually pretty, pretty balanced in that way, but drinking and partying and going out with friends and stuff like that, like, like being in that atmosphere, I think just like clouds your mind a bit. And I think that like when you are drinking, um, I think that, I think that it just like your emotions are so much more to whack. Like, especially if you're drinking heavy, like I drank heavy when I would drink, I would drink man. like, you know? Um, and I think it just like your temper can go from here to here so fast or your sadness levels can just fucking like, everything's just so much more bouncy. Even if you're positive, it just, it doesn't matter. That just fucks you up a bit, right? And so since then, I feel so much more at peace with myself, so much more calmer. Like um, I'm, an, I'm an eccentric out there person. That's just how I am. And it's great, but I feel like uh, my anger and all that stuff is so much, so, so much less. And I don't like, even if I get upset, it's, it's just so much less than what it was before. And I'm just able to control my emotions way better. Like a situation that would frustrate the fuck out of me back, like before that I would just fucking lose my mind and be like, just irate and like not take a second to think about it. Now my brain just feels so much clearer that I'll actually be like, wait a second, think about this. And I've made some amazing decisions and just working um, in the music industry, in my business, I feel like I'm so much more like present. Like I was saying, like I, I just, I, the, the decisions I'm making now are so much more clearer and thought out and I'm not so um, irrational. I'm a lot more rational actually. Still super dreamer and I'm very like positive about everything. Like if somebody is like, down and out or something i always look at the positive side of it i'm not a pessimistic i don't i don't feed people that like i just can't i'm like no you're gonna be okay everything's gonna be great because that's just how i am but yeah i think that's sort of the difference so i feel like my mental health is way better like like significantly better wow. i don't low lows like there's times where like as a performer too or just as any person like i just feel like you can get really depressed and if you're I don't know, for me using substances like drinking and stuff, it just made it so much worse. Yeah, it does. 
and I um, I was actually just reading the other day about how alcohol affects your energy like immensely. They're like, you know, even just having a little bit of alcohol, you're just vibrating at like lower frequencies. Oh. And that when you're, uh, when you're actually sober, like your energy is a lot higher, which would like also make sense for the whole, like not being so irrationally angry or, you know, being able to handle your emotions better because like, you're just energetically way more balanced. Totally. No, that totally makes sense for sure. I, you don't even, you don't realize any of this stuff until honestly, I felt like I didn't notice like all of these changes until probably like three months of being sober. I really started just realizing things. It takes a while to get out of the cloud, you know, mm -hmm. that's kind of just being cloudy. It's just when you step back, then you see it and you realize, whoa, I was really like irrational. Like, holy shit. I would just like, something would like make me upset. I just like fume out, you know, like I would just, I'm not like aggressive in the sense of like being crazy, but I just mean like, I could just feel it and I would just like freak out and then like, I can relax pretty quick. I don't stay at the freak out stage, but like now it's like, I don't even freak out anymore. Like, yeah. You're not even getting to that point, which mm -hmm. is huge. That's yeah. huge because yeah. as I feel like, you know, when we get into like our thirties, like our personality kind of starts to like cement. And mm -hmm. if you like, don't take care of like that shit, then it's like, that's just who you are now. I, oh, that's so true, man. No, like you, like right when you turn 30, you're like, holy shit, this is who I am. Like, I don't know what it is, but like, it's so true. Like the difference from who you are when you're in your twenties, even like 29 to now, I'm just like, whoa. So I'm really glad I made this change now. I honestly had thought about doing this when I was 30 and it's only a year difference, but I'm really glad that I started just, I don't know. I just, it's weird even how I did it. It was like a cold turkey thing. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. boop, tried to do the month and stuff, but yeah, it's crazy. The difference mentally though, honestly, like that's yeah. a huge difference. Do you think that's the biggest thing for you that's changed? Like that's been the most beneficial? I think mental and honestly, one of the reasons, one of the big reasons why I'm going to try to stay on this lifestyle and not revert back is my voice. My voice, it's like my voice learned how to sing when I'm drinking and stuff. And it's like there was this coat over my throat and I got bronchitis and laryngitis right when I stopped drinking basically. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I stopped drinking. Wow. Now I'm so sick. I had laryngitis. Like I couldn't like like I couldn't sing properly like how I used to like I might maybe sounded fine to everybody else but I know my instrument and like I couldn't do everything I wanted to do for like seriously the three months four months of being sober um, and then recently in the past two months I my voice is like back every single day I can hit every single note I want to hit I'm just like that is like the hugest thing. That's, that's my, that's me. That's my voice is like my most important thing on my body. And that's one of the huge reasons why I really don't want to go back to drinking because it's just completely mentally. But like for me as a musician, my voice is like huge. Yes, so. It's everything. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, Oh, that's so huge. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to think like, what else do I have here? Cause it's like, it's like, so it's really so amazing for you to go through that journey. And it's so amazing that you've had people really close to you, um, that are supporting you, but are the people mm -hmm. closest to you? Like, was it weird for them at first? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think a lot of people, because I was kind of doing it for a month, were like, okay, like she's doing the sober thing for a month. And also I've tried to do sober for a month before with these friends and I didn't do it because I totally do like I am me but I crave a bit on art like I I guess I crash or crave I don't know I just like under peer pressure like if my friends are all drinking hanging out I'll be like oh fine I think that's what happened the last house I actually that's what happened is sorry I just realized I was just thinking like so right before I tried to do the sober I tried to do sober October for my birthday okay two weeks and then I was like fuck it it's my birthday I'm drinking <laughs> and then I was like so it's like my friends have seen me like not commit to it so they were kind of like okay Britt whatever like you know like mm -hmm. they're like okay, how this goes but then the longer I went I think the more confused some of them were and they were just like well what's going on and like I think it was like kind of hard for them because they're used to having me out and about being that way and staying out late and now it's like when you're not drinking like 
you're not really going to stay out that late. Like sometimes I've stayed out till like three or four in the morning, just hanging out chatting. And like, it's been great. Like, but that was like later on when I, when I wasn't so tired, like before, when I first started not drinking, I got so tired all the time, yeah. but like weird people would be like, Whoa, Brittany's going home at like midnight. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Like, it's like, and then I think people felt like it was like, well, maybe they don't want to invite me to certain things, not in a bad way, but they just don't want me to feel tempted. Like, you know, they're, no, I'm trying to change my life. And, but now it's like, everyone's just realized, wow, okay, this is what she's doing. And it's just so different. Like everyone just gets it, you know? And it's mm -hmm. like, don't act differently around me, but they're also like respectful. They're like, Hey, I'm in, like, my friend came camping with us for a little bit. And she's like, can I like, are you okay if I bring some beer? And I was like, totally. Like, I'm fine. We'll be around people drinking and stuff. Like, if you get wasted, that's a little bit like, I'm just like, get away from me because I'm sober, <laughs> you know? But what does that feel like for you? Like when someone is, when someone's wasted around you, like what is that? What goes on in your, in your head, in your emotion, in your energy space? What is that? Um, it doesn't happen a lot because I really am like, I really just stick to my people. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? all kind of know that but like yeah but if I'm in the bar and I'm like working or whatever I fit around a drunk person it's just like it's frustrating it's just annoying you're just like dude so usually when I just like I try to tell them like hey I'm sober like I really don't want to be around you like just go away I'm pretty good at being like get the fuck away from me yeah well you, <laughs> you have know? to set healthy boundaries around you yeah right and so sure. I think and your friends are also like concerned about your boundaries, obviously, if they're like, Hey, we know you're not drinking. Is it okay if I bring beer camping or something? Yeah. Or when, no. and what's it like when you guys go out now? It's just like, you just get your mocktail. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Olivia, I haven't gone out to a place in like, well, nobody months. has. <laughs> <laughs> and now, but you know, what's funny is I think it's like, people were really like, holy shit. Like you're not drinking during quarantine. Like good for you. But I've actually found it easier in a way because I'm not having to go out to bars and stuff like that. But honestly, that's how it was before is honestly, I would just order. I really was in the beginning really, and still kind of am into like non-alcoholic beer. Cause I like the idea of like being with the group and drinking. And I found so many good non-alcoholic beers. There's actually this one brewery called partake and they only brew non-alcoholic beer. And it's okay. really, yeah, it's really cool. It's in Toronto actually. Oh, amazing. I know. So good. But um, yeah, I uh, I just order my my things, my drinks, and my friends are so fun. Like camping, everyone was doing shots of like tequila, and my sister's like, "Well, what are you doing? Nobody discludes me ever. It's I always put a shot of apple juice and do a shot of apple juice with them. Like I still continue to be a part of all that stuff, and I think that is huge for me because I'm mm. so social. Like I can't, like I said, go out just have water. I can't just do that. Like I I need to be a part of it. So that's been really nice just like doing that like you can be a part of all of that and then you go home and you wake up the next day and you're not hungover <laughs> <laughs> you're not hungover i'm like what's that like oh god i couldn't even imagine right now because i haven't been in six months i think i would die <laughs> that is amazing okay so i have just a final question for you brett if you could go back to yourself um, whether it's like your teenage self, yourself a year ago, you can decide at what age of Brit you're going back to and you can tell her something, what would it be? Ooh, that's such a deep question. Hmm. I don't know. That's a hard one because I don't know if I would, I don't like know if I'd really want to go back. I feel like everything you do in your life brings you to the point you are today. So mm -hmm. I feel like if I told myself something, I don't know if I'd be the same person that I am today. Like, I don't know. I like, that's a really tough one. I don't even know which, who I would go back to. Mm, that's hard, Libby. That's a I tough know, one. It's a good one. <laughs> I, um, I, I honestly just don't think I would go back. I honestly can't even think of what I would tell myself. I think you just have to learn as you go. I love that I answer. Okay. I was like, like oh God, I no, right. Cause it's like that, you know what, everything I did in my life brought me to this place that I am. And, but I, and I think it's just the most important is to just like be where you are and recognize like what is inside of you that needs changing. What it was, what's inside of you now that needs healing. Yeah. And every time in our life is different. So I, 
I just feel like if I had a moment, like there's moments I, in my life that I don't regret anything because I personally just don't think you should ever regret anything because like I said, everything happens for a reason and it's all a part of the plan. And um, I think if I like went back and told myself something, like it didn't, it would make sense because I need to figure it out on my own and do that myself. So yeah, I, I like, I, I, I'm glad that you like that answer. Because <laughs> that's how I feel. Amazing. What do you see for like yourself going forward? What is, what do you picture your life in the next like year, the next two years? How do you see it changing even more? Um, I just think more opportunities keep happening. And I, and I honestly, I really feel like a huge part of that is from being sober. And, um, I just, I see really good things happening when things open up again. You know, I've been doing my live stream three times a week. I'm, I'm like, I'm really hustling during all of this. And a lot of my friends and a lot of my peers in the music industry have seen it. And it's really cool because they're like, everyone's being really awesome and um, just respectful and like, just being like, good for you on the drinking, on the podcast or the, the live streams. And I think that um, I'm positive. I feel like I'm going to come out of this whole COVID thing too, like better and more improved. And I, I only see things going up and that's, I just see positivity, good things happening and mm. lots of opportunities. That's amazing. And I think yeah. it's really like, you're just like magnetizing that into your life right now. Mm -hmm. I believe that what you say to the world, I believe in the secret. It's a huge, mm -hmm. I'm an energy, I'm spiritual energy person. I'm not religious. I grew up in like a Christian school and stuff, but that's just not me. I'm very spiritual. Like energy is everything. What you give to the world and what you say to the world is what you get back from the world. And that's why I say, I feel like I see opportunities and I tell myself, you are, you know, like you're amazing, you're worthy, you're beautiful. And I say, you know, uh, money comes easily and frequently. And I say those mantras all the time. And I say, you are good. Life is good. Because if you say that, then that's what your life's going to be. Mm -hmm. And if you're pessimistic, Absolutely. you're, you're not going to, you're not going to get, all you're going to get is bad energy back. If you give mm -hmm. good energy, get good energy back. So absolutely. I know you're very much like living into that, right? Like, Oh, absolutely. I'm all about the positive <laughs> mantras and about the yeah. affirmations and, but like really truly believing it. And a you big have thing, you have to believe it. And I think a big thing that I've really been working on lately is about like, what is blocking me? Like, I might be saying this, but you know, why isn't this like happening back in my life? I truly believe it. What's stopping me? You know, what is like, maybe am I harboring like unforgiveness for someone? Or is there, you know, maybe is it, am I dependent on something? Is there something going on inside of me that just needs healing? That's going to mm -hmm. allow me to live a better life. Because even if we don't know, like you're not consciously aware, like you're not thinking the bad thoughts, you know, consciously, but in your subconscious, in like your, in your deepest self, you're, you know, maybe envious or you're angry or whatever the list is. And if you don't know what those things are and you don't know how to heal them, I'd feel it like, yeah, you can say like abundance mentality and have these great things, but like you're not going to have true abundance in your life if you can't take care of those issues. That's, That's my really smart, Libby. Like, honestly, um, I actually never thought about that, but that really makes sense. And I'm going to really think about that the next time I'm just, well, just during every day of my life, because I love that. I think that addressing what, what you don't like about yourself or, or, or what you think that maybe your negative energy that you have inside of you, like you said, like being jealous, being, um, I don't know, thinking like you want that person's life. Like I want to be a millionaire. I want to have that. Mm -hmm. And having those thoughts, those, that, that feeling like you need to get rid of that so you can introduce those good, positive energies. Like Absolutely. I totally what you're saying. And that's like, I love that. I'm totally going to do that now from now on. It's like, I notice that you do that. You say, I address all the things that in myself that are maybe not, not good for me to have inside, like these feelings that I'm having or whatever address that so that you can get rid of those and have the new good stuff come in. Absolutely. And it's just, uh, sorry. Wow. I had the thought, you know, and you're like, where is it Hi. going? Right. Um, damn. But it was about, so having the energy, but just owning it inside something along those lines. 
it, you know, and just like saying who you are and. Oh, okay. Uh, there it is. Okay. So, uh, everything around you is directly related to your self-worth. And I think, so you were saying, you know, I was, you're like, cool. Who am I? I'm like the fun party rock star. I'm, I'm this, but like, am I fun without alcohol? And so then you have your self-worth tied in to drinking. Mm-hmm. And that's your, your self-worth then is tied to something that's outside of you. And it's, and it's not, it was something within you. So I think cutting that off and stopping that where you're putting your self-worth onto that and saying, well, this helps me have fun. I'm the fun girl. I'm the party girl. I'm this, but it's yeah. all to do with something outside of you. And then when you said like, oh, I have to relearn, you know, how to have fun. I had to get back to who I was. It's really that like getting back to your authentic self and allowing that person to really come out and shine rather. And like really just depending that depending on yourself and knowing that that magic and that beauty is already inside of you. That fun is already inside of you. And you didn't need to have all the alcohol and have all of this to like create this persona who's not authentically you. Yeah. That was a huge, like getting rid of that. And cutting that tie to your self-worth is really put you in a position where you are going to have more opportunities and more abundance in your life. That's awesome, Libby. That's so smart. That's such a great way to look at it. Honestly, I never really thought about it that way, but that makes sense. Cutting that off. I really had to like look within myself. Why am I fun? Why am I this fun, exciting person, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cute, but it's my mom, but she's just like, Brittany, and I asked her one time recently, like literally like probably like a couple weeks ago, I was like, mom, am I still fun? Like, I feel like I'm not fun anymore. And she's like, Brittany, you are so fun. She's like, and I've asked my girlfriends, like, am I still fun? And they're like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you come out with us and you hang out with us like all night and you're not drinking and you're so fun. And like, you don't like, they feel like I'm like a life of the party still. And, and we got camping and Janessa's like, Oh, there it is. Brit's life of the party again. You know, like (laughs) Joe. And it's like, it's, and I used to be like that too before. So I'm just like, yeah, that's really smart. And I'm actually extremely glad I cut alcohol out after you just said that, because that makes 100% sense. So thanks Libby. Literally, this has been a very like, uplifting it's really great to talk to another woman i know mm-hmm. like I, I love men too like i think everyone is amazing and i love all people they have everybody i love you all but like i just really feel like i have such great connections with like really really strong women like mm-hmm. independent badass women and like uh, anytime you and i've talked we've always gotten along so well yeah, and i really so like this has been like really great <laughs> I love love that because I just, my passion is just to love women because I used to really hate myself. Yeah. And because I hated myself because I wasn't me because I wasn't who I was supposed to be and allowing myself to just be like this free and wild and unique, crazy person and owning who I am. And I just, I've, you know, overcome so much stuff. And I just know that my gift to the world is really just to love on women and just to empower women. I'm all about female energy. Like that is just my life. I would rather work with women all day, every day than work with like any, any man. I know. (laughs) Love girls. No, I love it. I think that that passion is 100% reciprocated from all of us women. We feel that way about you, like 100%. You, Thank you. you that's, that, you're meant to be here for that reason. And I agree with you. I, every, every woman I've ever worked with in the dueling industry, like every woman bar owner, fucking amazing relationships. Wow. Every guy bar owner I've worked with, not so great. There's been a few that I've like really gotten well, but the women just, I don't know. They just really get it. That's amazing. <laughs> It's nice working with other women for sure. Absolutely. And that's also just another thing with like with energy and having that with women because growing up in such a patriarchal society, we're taught, we're programmed that we should, you know, fight each other for like the attention of men. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, and we embody that and we put that in and then we say, oh, we got to put her down in this. And, oh, look at her. Look what she's doing. I'm like, yeah, look what she's doing. Like just change the tone. Look what yeah. she's doing wow you know like someone could say like oh like look at Brit like oh she's just 
doing this like she's a performer this is like just a performance and it's like yeah look at her she's a performer and she's <laughs> sober like damn nice it's all perspective and I think with women we just have to have this like perspective of gratitude with each other and yeah. and just of like just loving women for like stepping into their power and I think that's exactly what you did when you cut the alcohol you're like fuck that I'm gonna step into into me I'm gonna take yeah. my power and now like your voice like never been better in your life and you never would have known that ever yeah that's true honestly like it's crazy. Like, like that, yeah, that's, that's been huge for sure. Um, I, I just, it's just, there's been so many good things that have come out of not drinking, like the, the good to like the, to like the, whatever, the hanging out and, and the social aspect, like the good has outweighed every single thing that I think about, about why I should drink again. You know, like, it's just, and my voice is just like number one thing. Like, honestly, like I have nothing, like I've, I have nothing against people that drink or anything like that. And I'm all about like earthly things like weed and, you know, things that come from the ground and stuff. Like I, I don't look at that as like even a drug, like that's illegal. It's, it literally cures cancer. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I haven't even mm. been smoking weed because I've been like trying to like not hinder my voice and I have asthma. So it's hard on my lungs like just really being clean, like having a clean lifestyle has just been like huge. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe if I wasn't a singer, I would have never done this, which is crazy because the reason why I probably drank so much stuff was because I'm a singer. But the reason why I like I'm sticking with it is because I'm a singer. Isn't that crazy? It's like Amazing. a little kind of this little circle. It like came full circle. Yeah. Right. So that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, Britt, thank you so much for being here. I've taken enough of your time and I love you. And I have just so much respect for you just as a woman, as a person, as a musician, as a fucking business owner, you're just, you're amazing in so many ways. I'm so happy that I know you. Hey, same to you, girl. I love you too. Like so much, all the hearts, like love you. You're such a badass. Thanks for having me on. And like, you just keep rocking out what you're doing because you're killing it. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Okay. Love you, girl. Have fun and congratulations.